and welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Also, check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And if you listen to this podcast on iTunes, which you should, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Keeping with our 2019 NFL Draft prospect interviews today, joined by North Dakota running back Brady Oliveira. Brady, I appreciate you taking time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Big fan of your game, man. We cover a lot of FCS football here at Football Game Plan, so I've seen a lot of you guys just kind of line up and just lean on defensive players throughout the course of your career. So I'm a big fan of how you guys run the football, and I think you got a really good feel for the running game, both vision, patience, throughout your entire North Dakota career. Uh, Where does that patience come from? Is that something that you really had to develop once you got to North Dakota? Yeah, you know, I think um, that's – I think I've just been blessed with that gift. I think, you know, obviously it's gotten better throughout my, my time of, you know, playing Division One football and my time at North Dakota. I think it's obviously developed a lot just because my football IQ has developed. Has developed. But, you know, I think that's always been a, a solid trait of mine. Um, I've always had just good vision and patience uh, just, you know, throughout the whole and stuff. And, yeah, I think that's a really um, good thing that I do. Um, but I think, yeah, my coaches at UND definitely uh, brought, it, brought it to a whole new level. Because one place where it's tough to really have that patience, and this is a place where you excel, is near the goal line. And you do a great job of, of really punching it in and, and powering through it and scoring touchdowns. How how unique of it is it for a running back? Because I play running back in college myself, so I, I know how difficult it is to have that patience in that situation. So what gives you the, the calm and the, the peace of mind to know, okay, let me allow this block to develop, even though this is a short situation, and I'm going to ultimately end out on top on the back end. Yeah, of course. I think, you know, a lot of backs, especially, you know, in that situation, you know, you see the end zone right there, and, you know, you're so hungry for it. You want to get that touchdown, so you just want to get in, right? But I think, you know, that there's a bigger picture of things. You know, you got, you got to, you know, look back and say, all right, what, what is the play? All right, what what front is the defense in, the defensive line in? You know, what are the safeties doing? Um, just, yeah, you got to look at the, at the, at the whole scheme of things. And I think, you know, my coaches at UND, especially my running back, running back coach, Malcolm Agnew has done a, uh, a great job of me just, you know, building on my football IQ, just to, just to read the whole defense to see what they're doing. And, and especially to read my blocks to know, uh, on every run play, what are the run blocks? Like, um, the guard, the guard is pulling out here. He's going up to, you know, that inside backer, the outside backer, and just, just knowing that, all right, I got to follow these key blocks and then. You know, when I see it, just hit it. Now, you started your career up north in Canada playing high school football there, and we cover a lot of CFL football here, football game plan too. So it's interesting to, to get the perspective of someone that has been there, you know, playing college, uh, high school football up north and then coming down to play college football in the States. From your position, what were some of the nuances that was, you know, a little subtle difference from playing in Canada, and what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to your game? Yeah, I think – um, the biggest thing is, is the field is, to me, it feels like it's a lot smaller in the U.S. You know, that Canadian field is super wide and, you know, you can balance out a lot of runs. And I felt like I did that a lot in high school football. Um, I've always, you know, my game is definitely running between the tackles, but I think when I was playing up in Canada, I was definitely, you know, balancing a lot of my runs and, and, and you can, because the field's so big, but when you come down to the U.S., you know, the field's so narrow and, and I think it, you know, even, it's even a better fit for my game uh, personally because I'm a north and south runner by, you know, when you watch my film, you can tell I'm, I'm a one-cut runner. I get upfield, and I think that's even 
better for me because the field's so so narrow, so narrow and you can't run, you know, east to west. You can't run sideline to sideline. So um, I think, you know, me, the transition for me was just, you know, making sure to put a solid emphasis on being that one-cut runner. Even though I kind of was in Canada, I was still, you know, tending to bounce a lot of runs. And I think, you know, that's one thing that I had to work on. I was about to ask you that because when you look at, let's say, a quarterback coming from the Arena League to going from indoor to playing out in the States, their 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 uh, decisiveness, their their accuracy, everything is, is, is quicker because of how condensed they had to play. You went from wide to, to narrow, but like you said, you were already built for the narrow game anyway. It kind of worked to your to your advantage, just like playing at North Dakota. You don't see offenses like you guys' offenses nowadays where everyone really wants to up-tempo, spread, and throw. You guys really getting there with, with you know, tight ends, you know, mm -hmm. fullback, lead block. How has North Dakota been in your development into a pro prospect? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, with us running a pro-style offense um, and a lot of the schemes that we run, it is really, you know, kind of comp – it's really complex, I would say, actually. Um, with the offense that I ran the past four years at North Dakota. And I think, you know, um, like I said, it's it's built my football IQ. I can, you know, I know how to read all these types of fronts. I can read – I know how to read safeties. I know how to read defenses in general. And uh, I think that's just because of the offense that we were running at North Dakota. And I think, uh, yeah, being in a pro office for that many years is just – will uh, translate me uh, extremely nicely into uh, into the NFL. I'm always a proponent to giving backs more carries because I feel as though you you get the rhythm, you start to fill out the defense, and then by the time the third or fourth quarter hits, you're really starting to pop off long runs. What's tough, which is something you did extremely well, and it's unique, I want to get your perspective on it, you played in the tandem where everyone mm -hmm. got touches, everyone got carries, and you guys were able to you know, sometimes go long stretches without getting your touch, but when you got back in the game, you're able to pick up where you left off. How how is it playing in a tandem as opposed to just being the lone guy in the backfield? Yeah, you know, um, obviously everyone wants to be that that workhorse of a running back, but you know, you got to look on the bright side of things. I think um, with John and I throughout our career at UND, I think uh, you know it saved our legs. Um, I think going into the NFL now, you know, both him and I are going to have extremely fresh legs just because of the um, you know the reps that we split our entire career and. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, I think the way it works is, you know, if you have two successful running backs in there and, you know, John's in there and he, he's doing extremely well, it kind of, you know, motivates me and pushes me and vice versa when I'm in the game. I think it, you know, it makes him hungry to see, hey, you know, he's, he's working. I want to go in there and contribute and uh, contribute to my team and do the same thing he's doing. So um, I think, you know, when when, when both when – one running back is having success, I, I think the other one uh, uh, will just follow by example. Where do you feel as though your game right now is being criminally underrated? Uh, you know, I think my it's my my long speed. Um, you know, I, I'll say I didn't you know at my pro day I didn't run the fastest forty, and you know I knew I wasn't going to. You know, I could do all the training I want, and I'm never just going to be that burner back. You know, I'm a physical one cut runner back um, that has extremely good hands out the backfield, and I think that's another thing that you know I wasn't able to show a lot um, at my career with my at UND during my career there was catching uh, out of the backfield but I think I, I displayed that when I was at CGS in Texas I think I caught the ball extremely well at the backfield and I think yeah I'm being just uh, criticized on my my long speed but you know I think especially my senior year well every year I got better at it but especially my senior year I was you know breaking long runs and pulling away from um, from defenders so um, 
that's that's definitely a, a big part right now, but I know I can do it. All you have to do is be faster than the dude that's chasing you. People don't understand that. I don't have to be Carl Lewis out there. I just got to be faster than the dude that's chasing me. If exactly. I beat him to the end zone, I'm fine. I don't care yeah. what I run in the 40. And I'm glad you brought up the point about the catching the football because I try to get people to understand just because you don't have 40 catches doesn't mean you can't catch. You weren't asked to catch a lot, you know. So um, I'm glad you brought up that part and also down at the CGS because when you were down there, you're, you're participating in front of 140 scouts, uh, NFL and CFL scouts were there in attendance. What was your experience like down there? What did you get out of it? And what was some of the feedback? Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was amazing. I'm just extremely – I thank God every day for that one opportunity because I think it definitely, you know, I, I would like to say raise my stock a little bit um, just because I had the opportunity. You know, all, all you need is opportunity, and that's 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 my biggest thing, you know, in life in general. You you work hard. You just need an opportunity to to display your skills, and I, and I had that at CGS. I was able to go out there and display my skill sets in front of all these scouts and – um, yeah, it was definitely great. I was, I, I loved how we, I, I just loved how, it, how it was ran with, um, you know, the, in, the individual drills that we did and then going into competition drills and, and doing one-on-ones. And, uh, I think that's really where you make your money. Um, but I think the biggest thing I took away from CGS that I don't know a lot of, if a lot of other all-star games have this, but were all the educational talks that we had, you know, off the field and, uh, they brought in people, you know, that worked in front office and NFL teams, and they brought in marketing people and uh, about branding yourself. And I think all those educational talks really opened up a lot of eyes to all these young athletes there um, just to get them prepared for the next level. You have a unique situation because you are not only an NFL prospect but also a CFL prospect. Um, I don't know how you do it as far as, like, juggling all these uh, all this attention, you know, but – uh, how is this process for you, considering that you could play you, – you can essentially have your picks and chooses of uh, two different different leagues? Yeah, of course. You know, I would – you know, I'd lie to you if I said I, I didn't enjoy all this whole process right now. You know, it, it has definitely been great, um, exciting for, for me and not only myself but also my family. I'm just excited that knowing that, you know, I will be playing football next year somewhere and doing what I love and getting paid um, by doing it. So it's, it's extremely exciting, but – Man, it's definitely uh, it's definitely stressful, <laughs> and um, especially after that pro day, it definitely took a weight off my shoulders. But it definitely is stressful right now, just being in contact with your agent and you know trying to get some interest from teams, and uh, definitely a stressful time. But um, I know God, I know God has a plan for my life, and uh, He has a purpose for my life, and I know that you know I've been putting in all this work my whole life, and I know uh, everything will will fall in place. I love the fact that you are embracing this challenge because, you know, I, I cover a lot of different college football. I'm even up at the East West bowl uh, every May. Um, that's how I start my, my draft clock, so to speak. So last year it was up in uh, Quebec city. Okay. And so, so I was up there watching these guys and then you come, you wrap it up down in January with all the different all-star games. So glad you're embracing the process. And when you look at all of this that's going on, final question for me is, you know, it shows that you do have a true love for the game. What is it about the game that you love the most? You know, I, I think, you know, I grew up, it was very challenging growing up in life. Uh, just, you know, family problems and financially it was tough. And I just think, you know, the game of football, I think sports in general teaches you a lot um, in life. But I think especially the game of football, there's no other game like this, you know, where you can, you know, strap up the pads with, you know, a hundred, hundred different guys and just, you know, the brotherhood that you can build with them. And, and I think just the life skills that, this game of football teaches you and, you know, it's brought me, it's brought me this far and I, and I, you know, pray every day that 
and I know it'll bring me a lot farther um, to the professional level. But no, it's just it's taught me so many life skills, just to just to how to be be a man, to accept challenges, um, just how you hold yourself. And uh, I think that's just you know from all the teammates that I've been around and all the great coaches I've been around. So it's been extremely blessed to play this game of football. Brady, man, it's been fun. It's been a great pleasure to watch you blossom into a pro prospect over the course of your career in North Dakota. And we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Thank you. I appreciate it.